0: Hi, and welcome to Perspectives on Perseverance with Dr. Mark Ballard, President and Founder of Northeastern Baptist College in Bennington, Vermont. At NEBC, we are committed to developing the mind of a scholar, the heart of a shepherd, and the perseverance of a soldier. This podcast seeks to provide biblical, historical, and contemporary perspectives on perseverance that will help you persevere in your walk with the Lord and in your service to Him, to His people, and His creation. This is episode 21. Join me as we continue our series on Does It Still Matter? Hey, President Ballard, how are you? I'm doing great. (laughs) Excited to uh, get to another episode
1: of uh, Perspectives on Perseverance today.
0: Yeah, me too. Hey, guys, I just got to tell you, (laughs) when you hear us laughing, it's because we're making silly faces at each other and we make this difficult sometimes. But I never make silly faces. <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna let the listener insert joke there. Uh, but you know, as we look at this next subject and does it still matter and and we talk about face, let's talk about a uh, a less discussed face. Uh, many church planners, many people in the Northeast uh, will come here, and one of the first questions is, even if they are coming as, as missionaries from a Baptist agency or a denominational agency, um, they will ask, should I put Baptist in my name? And I know this matters to you, President Ballard, you know it matters to me, um, but as we look at this discussion today, uh, does the name Baptist still matter? in your church name, and in your college name?
1: Well, obviously, Joe, as you uh, know, we are called Northeastern Baptist College, and so we did not shy <gasps> away from that. Wow! <laughs> uh, we did not shy away from that name, and, and actually the the church that, uh, that I founded when I first moved to New England was Christian Fellowship Baptist Church, and uh, so I did not shy away from that as well. Uh, I, I think people consider various things uh, when they're, when they're uh, planting a church. Uh, although I am a little concerned uh, that sometimes uh, uh, people just want to jettison the name without thinking through it at mm-hmm. all. Uh, now, for instance, if you went into a church that, or into a town in New England that uh, doesn't have a, a church and you're going to plant a church, and the last three churches that had the name Baptist on it had major problems. Um, there's something to consider there. There's no, no doubt about it. But the fact of the matter is, is that the name Baptist uh, actually has a long heritage in the Northeast. Uh, in fact, uh, the first Baptist in America was not far from us in the state of Rhode Island. And uh, in fact, our entire nation owes a uh, debt of gratitude Uh, to those First Baptists in Rhode Island who stood strongly for religious liberty. Uh, Not only that, but uh, many times when people think of Baptists, they think of the South. And uh, when I'm in the South, I remind people that the First Baptist Church uh, in the South was actually started by a group of people from Maine and New (laughs) Hampshire. Um, William Screvin led a group (laughs) down to South Carolina. And uh, Joe, a hundred years ago, Uh, there were enough Baptists in the state of Vermont that they actually had their own state convention, and they also uh, had a uh, historical society, a Baptist historical society, with a full-time paid president. Um, And, uh, in fact, that was up until 1924. Uh, So at one time, you could go to any town uh, in the state of Vermont Yeah, be quiet. At one time, you could go to any town in the state of Vermont that had at least 500 people and some towns that had less than that and find at least two churches. You could find a Baptist church and a congregational church. And uh, so, the, of course, that's not the case today. The buildings are still there, but most of them are empty and have been for a long time, or they become town halls, or they become historical societies, or something like that. But the fact of the matter is, is that uh, New England, and really the whole Northeast, uh, was once um, a major place for Baptists, uh, and, and Baptists had a strong influence here. So, when people come to the area, I, I remind them of that, and uh, it's actually kind of fun to re- remind uh, unbelievers of that, mm-hmm. and uh, to be able to say, you know, because they'll look at you and say, well, what is Baptist? I've never really even heard of Baptist, and uh, so you can say, well, actually, there used to be a bunch of us here, <laughs> and, uh, and you can kind of go there. But, but let me tell you the reason that I don't shy away from Baptist personally is... Um, Joe, I don't shy away from it because it, it's a costly name. Uh, it, it costs people their lives, uh, quite frankly, and particularly um, some of our forebears. at least our influencers, were the Anabaptists who were willing to lay down their life for believer's baptism. Uh, but there are some principles that have always been true, uh, from the Anabaptists, from the English separatists uh, that, that also influenced us without a doubt. Uh, but there are some principles that are Baptist principles that uh, have been true by uh, most Baptists throughout uh, our existence as a, as a group. And I believe those principles are so important that they're worth holding on to the name. And uh, the first one of those, of course, is biblical authority. And uh, the fact that we believe the Bible is the in- inspired, verbally plenary inspired, inerrant, infallible, authoritative word of God. Mm. Uh, it is the, the final authority, period. Uh, it, uh, it's, it's how we settle disputes. Uh, we had a question last week in the Lion's, Lions Den. Den session. Uh, from a listener who asked, uh, What do I do when I am in disagreement with a really good friend uh, over some theological issue? And uh, one of the things that I pointed out was you know, we must say that the Bible's the final authority, not my theology, not your theology, uh, but the Bible itself. Um, again, one of the things I appreciate about the Anabaptists is uh, they would go to their death saying, If you can show me from Scripture, that uh, I'm wrong, I will change, because the Bible is the final authority, not not a council, not a creed, not a pope, not a, a preacher, uh, not a group of preachers, not a group of elders, uh, but the Bible itself is our final authority. Uh, the next one is believer's baptism, and we talked about baptism a few weeks ago, mm-hmm. and uh, the crucial nature of baptism, and uh, understanding biblically that baptism is reserved for believers, and uh, when a person trusts Christ as their Lord and Savior, uh, baptism is then their public profession of faith, and that mm-hmm. is the, the thing that uh, the Anabaptists gave their lives for. Um, and that's something that I believe uh, is, is so important. We shouldn't want to jettison that. Flowing very closely from that is not only believer's baptism, but a believer's church. And so if you remember, if our listeners remember, when we talked about baptism, we talked about the fact it's identification with Christ, but it's also identification with His Church. And uh, so Baptists have always held that, listen, um, uh, believers are the ones who are um, ready to be baptized, and upon that baptism we have a believer's church. And so we have people who might attend our services but they're not part of the local church unless they have trusted Jesus as their Savior. They're believers who have followed him in, in baptism. Uh, congregational polity uh, is another another one of those important things. Now, uh, how a congregation operates is not what we're talking about in the details. So I know uh, churches, Baptist, and some who don't claim the name— mm-hmm to get together and vote on when to buy toilet paper. <laughs> and, uh, Soon! <laughs> and uh, I just, uh, that that's not necessarily well, what hang we're on. talking about. I,
0: I will say this, churches that vote on buying toilet paper are taking something for granted, that they have a bathroom, because there are some churches in this state that still don't have a bathroom, so they don't need to buy toilet paper. Well, then they don't need to vote on it either. <laughs> Which, that's true. So may, maybe, maybe that's why they vote uh, on it. So
1: they, there has been quite a variety in Baptist churches about uh, whether or not you have one pastor or a multitude mm-hmm. of pastors or whether you have one elder or several elders Um, what the deacon's role is, um, if you have committees, if you don't have committees, if you have trustees, if you don't have trustees, that is really not what we're talking about here. But we're talking about the fact that because this is a believer's church, and that is a clear distinction from say, some of our brothers and sisters who are truly saved that are Presbyterian or congregational or Methodist, um, but we, we say no. Uh, we have a believer's church because we reserve baptism and church membership for those who mm-hmm. have trusted Christ, and therefore the members of the church uh, have the Holy Spirit living in them and together the body can seek the Lord's will and direction for, for major decisions. So I right. think that, you know, we, we see that pattern in Acts. Um, even the Jerusalem Council, the decision was made uh, by the whole church, and so I think that, uh, that it's important to understand that uh, major decisions uh, are made by the congregation, which actually I've already dipped my hand on, and that's the priesthood of the believer. And that is uh, really, uh, that has been used many ways and abused many ways as well. But the fact is is that when we talk about the priesthood of the believer, what we're saying is that they do not we don't need a go-between. We don't have to go through the priest. We don't have to go through the preacher, uh, but we have direct access to the Father because of Jesus Christ and his death and resurrection, and we have the Holy Spirit living inside of us, and so we don't need another advocate. Now, also related to that, though, is because we have direct access to the Father. We can pray to him for wisdom, and he can grant it, uh, because the Holy Spirit lives in each of us, not just the pastor, uh, but every true believer that's part of that church. Uh, they, we can seek God together for his leading and his will. Uh, and then the last two of those seven distinctions that I mentioned, Joe, uh, are also very, very important, and that is the security of the believer is number six, and that means that we believe God's word is very clear that once a person trusts Christ, uh, they are always uh, his child. Um, Mm -hmm. Once you've been born into his family, you are never going to be kicked out. Now, you may not be in perfect fellowship with your dad, but uh, you uh, are going to be part of his family forever. Jesus said, he that believes on me has... That's present, eternal life. Mm. And if it's eternal life, it can't be lost.
0: What, when does eternity begin in that statement, uh, President Ballard? Uh,
1: that's, a very, that, that's a very good question, one we could probably talk about for a long time. But you are actually in possession of eternal life uh, the moment you trust Jesus, according to Jesus' own statement. So it can't be lost. Absolutely, absolutely. And the last one is something, Joe, is something you're working on.
0: It is. Yeah. yeah.
1: Religious liberty. <laughs> right? No, I, I'm
0: not working, like, I don't make it happen. I'm, I'm working <laughs> on writing about it. Let's, let's make that clear. Joe is not behind the curtain of religious liberty. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, and, and, and he has settled on it. I didn't mean to indicate yeah. <laughs> that as well. But uh, in Joe's doctoral work, he is working on uh, writing about religious liberty and uh, particularly its relationship to higher education. But religious liberty has been a hallmark of Baptist life. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, not I mentioned a while ago uh, the Baptists in Rhode Island and what they did for our nation, but also uh, during the founding of our nation, uh, the Baptists of Virginia were very crucial. Yeah. Um, they, uh, Joe, as you know, they were unwilling to sign on to the Constitution if we didn't have a Bill of Rights, right. particularly uh, the right to religious liberty. And uh, they they stood firm on that, and they, they wrote, Thomas Jefferson and others, and said, hey, this has got to happen. And um, and so Baptists have been at the forefront of religious liberty uh, for all of its time. So Baptist is an important name.
0: Yeah, and, and President Ballard, I would add to that, um, I'm by no means an expert. I, I'm getting my feet wet in the, in these studies, but contrary to popular opinion, uh, when the, the pilgrims came over on the Mayflower, yes, they were seeking religious liberty, but just for themselves. Uh-huh. Um, as we look at the development of the American nation, we do not see a, a genuine sense of religious liberty until guys like Roger Williams, and until guys, you know, I mean, Roger Williams was, was way early before the American idea Uh, became a thing, and uh, then you you see religious liberty popping up all over the place, and that no longer is New York reserved for just Quakers, and Massachusetts is reserved for just Puritans, Um, and Roger Williams, I'll just, I'll add this, and and whatever you think about the guy's end of life, uh, he advocated for the freedom that we observe today as a Baptist, uh, Um, not only for our freedom, but Roger Williams was very clear about the treatment of Indians, uh, Um, and, uh. and there's unfortunately, there's some scars on, on the, the colonial beginnings of America because of that interaction, but but Williams even advocated for their liberty Amen. and their freedom, and, and he fought against the fact that when we would, when colonials would win over them, that they should not send them into slavery, but rather give them opportunity to, to repent and trust Christ, And and work with them, and you know it's it's a shame to see. um, It's 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 shocking for me when we come to to our nation. I know you you got me going on this um, to see how religious liberty has been abused. But as a Baptist, I am committed to seeking and fighting for the religious liberty of all people until it infringes upon the, the moral rights of any individual, and that's what Thomas Paine laid out in his Bill of Rights prior to the actual Bill of Rights that the, the country adopted.
1: I, absolutely, that's great stuff, Joe, and and I just want to say, you know, that's, that's the way I was raised. My dad uh, would uh, tell us all the time, he would say, I would die. For the right for someone to disagree with me on these religious things, mm-hmm. but then I will do everything I can to lead them to faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. And so, uh, so that is uh, who Baptists are, and uh, that is who Baptists have been, and it's one of the mm-hmm. reasons that uh, that I still proudly wear the name today. And uh, so, I, I would encourage our listeners to persevere. In using the name Baptist, uh, it's nothing to be ashamed of. It's something to rejoice
0: in the heritage in which uh, that we have received. Yeah. If I might add, President Ballard, just before we get to your closing thought, um, Christ, uh, Christians through through, the his, through history have been maligned, uh-huh. and it's been the, the name Christian is the first malignment against Christians. Well, oh, these Christ followers. Right. But then they said, "Well, you know what? That's a good assessment." But then in the early church, we see that there was perpetual rumors that Christians, they, they called them Christians, uh-huh. that Christians were cannibalistic, uh. that they were incestuous, uh. that that they had orgies. Like, all uh. these terrible things were said based on actual, not not that Christians ate each other, but, but Christians <laughs> would call one another brother and sister. Mm. They would bring the, the body of Christ, the bread, to their meetings for, for the Lord's Supper, and, and you know, they didn't shy away from saying we're Christians. I'm not saying being Baptist is being Christian or vice versa. But what I am saying is just because of the abuses right. that are surrounding a name or that that are even attributed to a name doesn't mean we should jettison the name. As a matter of fact, I think that's more of a reason to double down on yeah. the name to show what it actually means.
1: I, I agree with you, Joe. And, and the fact of the matter is no matter what we change our name to, uh, if if we are going to be Bible believing Christians, who stand on the Word of God and who preach the gospel message, uh, we are going to have detractors who try to uh, attack whatever name we use. So so I uh, I am uh, a follower of Jesus Christ. So therefore I'm a Christian, Amen. and uh, and I don't um, I, I don't have any way or reason to hide that. Uh, in fact, I want to champion that, even mm-hmm. though some may attack it, uh, and the same for me is true of Baptists, because I believe in these principles, and it's a heritage that actually um, actually rejoices and even allows people to, to say they disagree with us and don't like us, so it I stand does. on it.
0: It certainly does. Uh, w- would you like to, to close with that thought, President Ballard, or is there anything else you'd like well, to Well, I'll just pick we... up
1: something I said a few minutes ago, and Do that right. is I just want to encourage you to persevere as a Baptist. <laughs> and uh, for, for, for many of you out there that maybe have never even thought about the term Baptist, you may realize that these seven principles
0: uh, reflect who you are. So come on and join us. <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining us for Perspectives on Perseverance today. If you'd like to know more about Northeastern Baptist College, Please visit us online at nebcvt.org. I also want to remind you that we are having a preview day on April 2nd of 2020. It begins at 9 and will end at 4. It's a great opportunity for your student or your family or somebody that you know that's looking at a college to come check out Northeastern Baptist College and learn about our debt-free program. You can sign up by going to our website, going to the admissions tab, and clicking schedule a visit, and you'll see the preview day information right there. Uh, We hope that this podcast blesses you. We hope that uh, you are more and more convinced of the things that we are saying still matter as we go through this series. But no matter what today may bring, persevere and have a great day in Jesus. From the heart of the Northeast, for the hearts of